welcome to the Lick My Lit podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Drake, library professional and smut enthusiast. Each episode, we'll have hilarious, provocative discussions about erotic literature, authors, and self-proclaimed sexperts. The goal being to create an open, non-judgmental dialogue surrounding sexuality, fetishes, and romance through the examination of multiple genres of erotica. So, let's slide right in. I would like to start with, because my husband literally asked me what the basic plot of Sleeping Beauty. He was like, I don't know what the basic plot is. You should have told him it was Sleeping Booty, and then Sleeping you told him it would have read every version. Yeah. So I think it, it bears a brief retelling because these books don't stray crazy far from the story, really, even though a lot of crazy, sexy, erotic BDSM things are happening within the story. It's still the basic. There is a princess born in a fantasy kingdom and she gets cursed by an angry fairy witch lady and is doomed to eventually prick her finger on a spinning wheel and then have kind of an eternal slumber for what a hundred years usually is the deal a hundred years and then she is to be awakened by her true love or a prince or whoever's supposed to come up there and shake her awake kiss her awake kiss her sorry kiss her awake there are origins that are pretty dark in which she doesn't get awakened by a gentle kiss, but is instead either raped or like kidnapped or raped and kidnapped or, you know, all this scary fairy tale stuff. But in the nicer versions, obviously, in the Disney, the Disney-esque version, she is kissed by her handsome prince and they get married and have a wonderful life together. To an extent, that that's exactly what happens. There's just a lot of fucking. Yeah. Yeah, I had a point in the books where I was like, there was so much fucking, that, and I was still kind of interested in the storyline of the person's going, that oh, I was no. like a little fatigued by the amount of fucking. <laughs> like at a certain point, I was like, well, I know, I know these guys are not fucking, can I just like, let's get on with it. Like, yeah. we, I know this is not a key part of the story, you're just like on some weird side tangent about like a guy who wants, who's like, needs a good master, but like, what's beauty doing? <laughs> and then they skipped a beauty and they're shoving her pussy full of fruit. And I was like, ugh. You were like, why did I skip ahead? In the third book in Beauty's release, the parameters of this one is that they start the scene, the setting is they're on this ship because they have been kidnapped. But the yeah, Sultan, yeah. they get kidnapped by the Sultan and his peeps. Yeah, they totally put fruit in her pussy in this one. This is the one I was talking. Oh, wait, no, no, it's the last one. Sorry. No, this one was also weird. Wait, did they put fruit in her pussy in this one? No, I don't think so. Because I feel like I would remember that. This one's not the good one. The I think the one that you read was the one in 2015, which we can totally yeah, talk about. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah. This was my least favorite, but we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you're going to go in the Sultan, and then there's this harem, and yeah, you're somehow going to be great here but really like it's weird i agree <laughs> that's where i am i'm like okay so the deal is they get kidnapped by the sultan who's you know this nation across the sea mm-hmm. 
And as they go on this journey, on the sea voyage, it's like paint or gold and stuff. Of course. It comes down from like the whole court or whatever in Queen Eleanor's court to like, then it was the village and all these people. And the captain of the guard is her, is beauty's kind of boyfriend slash master. And then they get kidnapped. And then it's really just six of them. It's down to six. So we have beauty. Down to six of them. <laughs> uh, Prince Laurent. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, who's super high with this massive dick. And he's yeah, yeah. just like got the sexiest scrotum she's ever seen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's Tristan, who's also beautiful. Mm-hmm. Rosalind, who apparently has big tits and like beautiful long hair. Mm-hmm. Elena and Dimitri. And Elena and Dimitri, like, we don't really even know about them. I don't know if they get talked about in the first two books, but we don't really go into that. <laughs> well, and Rosalind either. We don't really know anything about her. So tr- Oh, I know plenty about Rosalind. You... She was like a star of the court. Okay. Yeah. So she was heavily featured in book two then, probably. Yeah. And Tristan, too. Yeah. And Tristan was in love with his master, Nicholas. Yeah. Oh, that was the most beautiful pony play story. Mm. The good thing in this one is spoiler alert, like eventually like they're they're cool. Like she when she wraps it up in like the bow at the end, Tristan and Nicholas are totally together and it's good and Yeah, but you gotta oh, it's such a beautiful story. I know. Of submission and when mm-hmm. you play and butt plugs. Yeah. That's what we're here for. <laughs> uh and then Prince Laurent did a thing where he was just so bad. I don't know, he had a, a very fancy highborn lady who was his mistress and she would whip him every day and have him fuck the princesses in the garden and chase after them and he eventually ran off because he just couldn't help himself (laughs) he was like ah no one controls me yeah well so he runs off knowing that he will then get kicked out and go to the village which is where beauty is as well and so they're both like doing hard labor, sex slave labor, or whatever in the village. But Laurent is on this cross. What do they call it? The punish the the punishment cross. He gets on the punishment cross, and it's gloriously horrible. And he sort of loves it. He loves being in the center of attention. But there's so much shame, and he's done something so bad, and he thinks like. This is so fucking sexy that I'm up here <laughs> that everybody's staring at me because I did something bad. It's just like he really is into it. I really liked Laurent. I thought he was pretty great. You really relate to him. Your eyes are really sparkling right now. You're like, I am Laurent. <laughs> I am Laurent. I'm so bad. Stare at me. Well, he 100% at some point walks past the mirror and like sees himself and thinks like, mm. And then winks at himself in the mirror as he's, like, walking by, which I identify with 100%. Mm-hmm. You got to boost your own morale. <laughs> your own morale. <laughs> so I, I liked him a lot. Laurent and Beauty kind of have this close exchange on this ship going over. And they've glued some gold something over their genitals. And so they can't even touch them. And they can't touch each other. And so they're just like, ugh. <laughs> like, they just, like, don't know what to do on this boat. Because they're like, we want to fuck. Like, Wasn't then, one of them in a cage? Too? They're all in a cage. Oh, okay, they're all in cages. Okay. Beautiful gilded cages. And then they paint them gold. Even their little, their anus hairs, they like, they paint them gold. 
Yeah, they're like, and they're like every touch. <laughs> they're having such a hard time. That's like me after my period. <laughs> <laughs> like a long vacation, you know, like, oh, get in there, just crawl in there and die. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So they like get, you know, they're they get they get these nipple clamps attached to them, and they're these tiny. They're described as tiny gold seashells with a light, uh, like a small white fur lining on the inside. So it's like tight, but it's not like hurting their nipples. But then they're attached to these, like, straps. So they're being led around with these nipple clamps. And then <laughs> every time. And then they're all chained together. And I think they, like, shove a dildo and the dude's asses. Of course. Because, I mean, there's no book that doesn't have dudes with dildos in their asses. Dildos like, right in their asses. They're birth to have dildos in their asses. <laughs> and then... They get to this palace and they're painted gold and they're, even their anus hairs are beautifully gold dusted and oil, they're oiled and they're what they call their grooms. They're sort of these people who are guiding them where they're supposed to go because they can't look up and they can't speak to anyone and they have to be completely silent. Even they be like clean too. And yes. Like scrub down. Well, later. Yeah. Disinfected. So, but it, now they're just being paraded from the boat to the castle, to the palace. So, yeah, by the time they get to the palace, then they're like, all right, get down on your hands and knees. You're crawling on your hands and knees with your beautiful gold assholes straight up in the air and, like, feet down, like, with their foreheads to the floor and crawling on this marble in this palace to go, like, meet this sultan guy. And taken through, like, the busy city and all this. So they eventually get to the garden. And in the garden, they're inspected examined and evaluated by essentially this the steward the captain of the slaves he's sort of in charge of them his name is lexius do you remember lexius yeah i do remember lexius sexiest lexius mm. yeah he's surprisingly sexy and they all are immediately like i love my new master mm-hmm. they're all about it i loved him too this is when you wonder what's going to happen because even though I didn't have like the full castle background, it was still a familiar, like, okay, I know in my head, like what a fantasy BDSM castle is going to look like for me. And so like, I can picture that, but this Sultan's palace is new to them and new to me. And it's a whole, like, what's going to happen? Exciting adventure. Right. But it's also scary. Okay. You're in the Sultan's castle. You're like, I don't know. But it would be way scarier if I were naked and had on nipple clamps and I had I was painting gold with my scarier. ass in the air. It would be scary for you. It would not be scary for me. I would be like, this is very familiar to me and I cannot wait <laughs> to find out what happens next. Yeah, but they're scared too. That's they what I'm saying. They are barely scared. They're fake scared. They're like, oh no, my ass is quivering even though I've been doing this for fucking like years. So here's the deal though. They know they're not going to get killed. But that's not even the point. I think part of the reason that we're supposed to believe that they can be so sexual and like ready for it all the time is because they're so vulnerable. And so they just live on the fucking edge, but they also are trained to associate basically everything with foreplay and like they're about to have an orgasm leading, you know, whatever it is, it's leading up to this. 
Am I not going to have an orgasm right now? I mean, that's up to you, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) We love our listeners. So don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, you can find us on Patreon at Lick My Lit Podcast. See you there. Thanks for joining us for part two of our Beauties Release series. Come back next week where we go even deeper. How do you think you would feel in the Sultan's Palace? Golden ass up in the air. Let us know. In the meantime... I'm madly in love with you, and we'll see you next time.